on this episode of Down the Wire, we have hit level 43, episode 43, the post-Thanksgiving Day episode. We see how fat Tom and I both got as we loaded ourselves full of turkey, stuffing, and of course, football. We also hit up the hot stove. Winter meetings are happening, and we got some stories to tell. Don't forget the hot takes and the quick hits. All this and more coming at you down the wire. I'll be like, sunset on the beach. Make me want to pull up on Miami with the heat. I don't know about you, but I know about me. Summertime in Florida, catch me sliding on the key. Yeah. Something's happening. 43 down the wire. Let's. Go, baby. That was a good intro, Dave. I was fucking feeling that, man. I'm see, I'm already yeah. saying the F word early in the podcast. Whoa, I you know, don't ever right? swear. I know you're you're always so critical of it, but I was you got me all jacked up now. It was a great, great week of football. Jacked up you sports. are. I look at you. Mm, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have to worry about anything. I could just eat like way too much food. And then go to another place and eat way too much food and then not worry. And I could just work. No school. I mean, I should have been doing school, but hey, I didn't have to. I'm all caught up now. Just a great week. Just a great week to get out and enjoy some goddamn football. Most deaf. Most deaf. What'd you do this weekend? Man, I hit up everything. Wednesday night uh, was my one last day of work for that week, which is awesome. Always good to have a short week. Always great. But then it was also the night of my big wrestling show down at the historic Turner Hall Ballroom, right next to the Deer District, right next to Pfizer Forum, for Mondo Lucha, which is easily my favorite show of the year. It's one of my biggest shows as well. I was about to say, it's got to be the biggest promotion that you work, right? Like consistently, uh, well, I mean, consistently. I, lately, I guess. I, I mean, they don't really run all that often, and but right. you know what? They do it right. They they take their time and just have a, an amazing show with a fantastic production. And I can't speak highly more highly of it. It's just so damn good. You, uh, you always not, say how great it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it do. It's one of those shows that just kind of gets my blood flowing and revitalizes my wrestling energy for the rest of the year and uh yeah again can't speak any more highly of it i got to hang out with rhino you know former ecw wwe uh impact wrestling guy and had he had loads of compliments for the stuff that i put together which i'll fucking take hell yeah from rhino dude Yeah. yeah And he he's uh he's a uh, a clean guy. He doesn't like to shake hands usually, um, but I got to shake his hand because he re- respected what I did. And I, mm. you know that that's like you chalk that up as a real fucking win right there. I Let's was go. No, I know that's just that was just Wednesday. Let alone you know the the turkey and Thanksgiving on uh, Thursday. Then I had two 
days of comedy sports and then i redecorated this whole goddamn house so you can see my sectionals in a different way that's how you know shit's serious with the with the lady friend oh rearranging the couches yeah is she uh is she listening to the podcast yet or what i don't know maybe probably probably not actually yeah she is one of our she is one of our like few followers but I think that's just an excuse for her. That's you know a pity I mean? follow. That's a yeah, pity exactly. follow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, do let's get better, in- Antoinette. What the let's- hell? <laughs> let's get into what the people come to see. The sports, the football, Thanksgiving Day football. We didn't get one. We didn't get two. We got three games to talk about and two pretty good games. One game that kind of sucked. But an overall great day of football on Thanksgiving and not much more you can ask for. No, no, we had uh, absolutely fantastic. It's three days of football or sorry, three games of football on a Thursday. And, you know, Thursday is always synonymous for shitty football. We did not get super shitty football. I mean, we got some, you know, whatever. Uh, But we also got, pissed off jerry jones which is also a fucking win it's always a win when that happens let's get into the first game that happened the was an 11 o'clock start time for this yes or 11 30 11 30 okay i knew it was earlier but i just couldn't remember if it was 11 or i knew it wasn't 11 or 11 30 jared goff takes his lions back home thanksgiving day lions always play and they seem to always lose and this time it was Andy Dalton marching in, who I said I think gave the best shot for the Bears to win. I don't know if Justin Fields is winning that game, but the Bears come out victorious 16-14. to 14, And, Dave, I think it's time we say Dan Campbell's gone, right? Dan Campbell's going to get fired. No! I think he is, Dave. He's 0-10-1 right now. That one could save him. You know – then it's just going to haunt him because he's going to be 0-16 as a player and 0-16-1 as a coach for his career. You know what I, I mean, mean? This season's going to haunt him regardless. And Absolutely. You know, again, we started off this season with the Lions showing some sort of respect for themselves, being competitive in mainly every game that was going on. I think for, like, the first five games, they were fairly competitive outside of maybe one. And now it's just completely off the rails. They suck. Well, and I, I, I get it. Like this game, they were close to, but it, you know, they are just, they can't, they can't anymore. And, and it, it's just, it's just so sad. Do you remember our, has gone. Do you remember? I think it was like our first episode, Jared Goff and Matt Stafford were traded for each other. It was very soon after the Super Bowl. Something like that. Yeah, it was very close to that. And we had people commenting that that trade was won by the Lions, which is just, that's probably why no one comments anymore, because the only person that did was not very close to that take at all. No. And then you look at it. Jared Goff has never won a game without Sean McVay. I know you keep bringing this up. You love this seven with Jeff Fisher, which Jeff Fisher probably won the next nine games knowing Jeff Fisher. Come on, nine and seven. That was like all him. And now Owen nine and one with 
the Lions. I cannot imagine a world where Jared Goff is the quarterback for the Lions next year either. I don't know about this because going back to our Dan Campbell idea, Dan Campbell keeps finding ways to lose these games. He called consecutive timeouts with a minute 54 left on a third and nine. Right? The second timeout was on a play. Chicago went short of the sticks in order to kick a field goal to take the lead. I, I mean, what the hell is he doing? He is. He, he does not have these guys motivated anymore. They are. They are lost for sure. I'm. I, I'm. I'm not ready to count out Jared Goff entirely. Don't get me wrong. It's Jared Goff. He's not exactly great. You know. Congratulations, you're better than Brock Osweiler. You're better than Paxton Lynch. But you're still Jared fucking Goff. I think that he ranks within the bottom 10 quarterbacks for sure in the NFL. And mm, That's that an interesting. I, Where, though, in the you, bottom 10? He's not, he's not in the... I feel like I can name 20 quarterbacks for sure better than him. Okay. How about you give me quarterbacks that he's better than? I would say he's better than. Okay, let me start. Daniel off Jones. The... Yes, I will uh, take him are you over Tyrod Taylor. I'll take him over Tyrod Taylor. What about Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts probably no. Oh, probably nice! No. That's a win for me right there. Um, what about Taylor Heineke? Oh God, that's close. Um. Shit, that depends on what you want. I don't. See, I don't see, even know. No, here's the thing on that. Is he better I than Tua? Very... Oh, you know what I mean. God. Like these guys are all the same I tier think, player. I I think I would trust Jared Goff if they had. Now here's the thing. That Lions team is so fucking bad. It's it's not like it's just him, right? If they had the same team, who you taking? I I feel like I might take Jared. I think that's because he had one really good year with the Rams. I think we're all remembering yeah, yeah. that. And I think we're and all I think really we're talking, biased with it. I think we're talking too much on this first game. Cause this was, this game was just bad. And I know, but Andy Dalton showed up, he balled out. He threw over 300 yards. The bears cannot run the ball anymore now since David Montgomery's come back, which is very weird. Yeah. Um, Darnell Mooney, Darnell money with two O's. I like to say, you know what I'm saying? He's been amazing since he's come in and a great game he for took him over as well. the Allen Robinson role because Allen Robinson just fucking dropped dropped off the face of the planet what happened to Allen Robinson he just he hasn't got, come back yet he got tagged no he got like franchise tagged or whatever and now apparently he can't fucking play football anymore unfortunate for him I did want to give a shout out to the MVP that we all should have been if the Lions would have won this game. The MVP would have been Jack Fox, their punter. He averaged 50 yards a punt, including a 70-yard boot for him. What a day for Jack Fox. Uh, truly remarkable performance for the punters that no one doesn't get enough credit for. Move on. Please. Okay, we're on to the most watched game in of all Thanksgiving history. 39 million people tuned in to watch the Cowboys and the Raiders and a pretty good football game to watch too, because it was 
Derek Carr versus Dak Prescott for a lot of this too. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we unfortunately didn't get a full Cowboys team, you know, them missing Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. But then you had dudes step up. Michael Gallup, I keep telling people, Michael Gallup is low-key really good. And uh, and then Cedric Wilson as well. You know, they come in in big with 106 and 104 yards respectively. Dog, they were going off, especially when the running game couldn't get shit, both uh, Pollard and Elliott going for 61 yards. Uh, the, the defense failed them, but all in all, it was a very good game. It was close. Deshaun Jackson looked like Deshaun Jackson of old, which is always fun. I love Deshaun Jackson touchdowns. They're just, they're, they're a thing of beauty. Yeah, I don't know what it is when he uh, takes it to the house. He always makes it look really fucking good. That is a very good point that he is, he's great at scoring touchdowns, looking like he scores touchdown. I really wanted to, sh- the Raiders shutting down the Cowboys run game was kind of incredible. Uh, Zeke and Tony Pollard, who have been, one of the best, if not the best, one-two punch since Kareem Hunt has been hurt for most of the year after Cleveland. I did also think that this game almost helped Dak Prescott this week, rather, helped Dak Prescott oh. get into the MVP conversation. Oh, okay, um, okay. That's what I wanted to say. I, I think that because of he's been putting up these huge numbers that – Obviously, these games aren't his fault by any means, and Dallas is going to win their division. They're going to be in the playoffs. Why wouldn't you want to give him the MVP? Now, to say that Derek Carr played him, Derek Carr was great. Slinging it, dude. Derek Carr throws a mean deep ball, and now he had two receivers over 100 yards. You mentioned Deshaun Jackson, and he had Hunter Renfro with him. He didn't even have his best weapon, Darren Waller, going out there for him. Derek Carr, big win for the Raiders to get this win now. During this time, they were slumping, obviously, three straight. Very happy to see them doing well and come out and win a huge game to piss off Jerry Jones, like you said. Yeah, they were talking about the officiating. And, I I mean, they do have a gripe. Uh, The officiating was poor. The officiating, well, I don't know. There was a couple of games this this week that just had the refs completely looking like fools. But you know, whatever. Um, now, I almost uh, wish you back, could challenge pass interference again, and then you were like, "Oh yeah, that idea was terrible. You can't do that." So it just slowed the game down so much. Uh, now, going back to what you were saying about uh, Dak Prescott and his MVP odds, would you like to take a guess where he falls currently? Heading into week 13? I would say number one, probably to the NFL. I would give it to Tom Brady. Yep, he is at plus 350. Um, I would say that number two is... That could be Dak Prescott, but I could also see Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I will tell you right now, it is all quarterbacks. So okay. no Jonathan okay. Taylor love. Wow. You know how the NFL works. No, no, no. Wow. You know how the NFL works. They don't. Yeah, give... but he's so much farther than everyone else in all the categories, too. It's sure, kind of ridiculous. But it doesn't mean anything, unfortunately. Like, that's that's just the NFL. OK, 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 whatever. Um, Is Kyler Murray second or Aaron Rodgers second? 
Uh, it is Josh Allen at plus oh, that's 450. Wrong. That's wrong. Rodgers plus 600. Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes at plus 1,000. And Dak Prescott at pl- plus 1,200. I, so, yeah, I like Dak that Dak six. Prescott plus 1,200. That would be I, – I don't think that's a bad bet right now. I think he could you definitely wanna, you wanna go ahead his way. I'll do 50-50. We, could, we both uh, split 600. I mean, yeah, we could probably talk about that. I'm, I'm not down with kidding. that. Because I think that's not a bad idea. He's having a really good season that's had a lot of great games. He's 22 for 7 right now, but his team is going to win their division, don't forget. He's got almost 3,000 yards. He has potential to have four touchdown games all the time. His defense is great. America loves the Cowboys, they say. you know The NFL really just loves the Cowboys. They don't want to give it to Aaron Rodgers this year. They're going to be pissed. The fans are going to be pissed if Tom Brady wins it, rather. You know what I mean? It could just fall into his lap. And Josh Allen is single-handedly playing himself out of the MVP. Yeah, I don't really like the Josh Allen being the second-best odds, like you said there. I I think that's... His odds improved, actually. He was plus 600, now to plus 450, which is wild. Well, Um, let's get into this next game then with Josh Allen into it, and we can talk about him. We have the Bills and the Saints for the game three. And Josh Allen, he was good. He was good. He threw four touchdowns. You can't be mad at him for throwing four touchdowns, I get. But I also did want to say the Saints are so much farther back than they think they are from where they want to be. Uh, Yeah, and I don't know if you've heard going into next week, You got Taysom Hill taking first team reps. I don't know what the hell is going on in New Orleans at all, but the answer is not Lil Jordan Humphrey, Traquan Smith, and Marquez Calloway. It's an all-time name team, but none of them are the weapons they need. Uh, Michael Thomas is really screwing them this year. I can see that. They're not where they want to be. Ty Montgomery well, is like their featured back. Like this is a team look, that they is got, they got a very lot, far back. You got a lot of injury concern right now if you're the Saints. Not only Michael Thomas, but you also got Alvin Kamara, who is arguably one of the best running backs in the league, especially when you factor in the fact that he can receive. And then he also J- seems to be hurt a lot. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess him so. and his boy McCaffrey. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, dude, Kamara is not on McCaffrey level. Not yet. Not, yet. not uh, yet. And then also Jameis Winston, though. I mean, like that is the big one. And even if you're, if you're going to use Taysom, sure. Why not at least consider Ian Book? They threw a pass with their punter before they threw a pass with their backup quarterback um, on Thursday. The Saints looked really soft. They came out very weak the bills defense was dominating them the entire game uh just over uh just under rather 200 yards i think total offense embarrassing performance from the saints and as for josh allen he looked a little erratic again um i i he threw two interceptions Uh, yeah but he was also slinging the ball like crazy i mean Eventually, a defense is going to pick up, and and really, that's all that the Saints had were a couple impact plays on defense. I just love how he can move a lot. 
and I think that helps his case. That's what I think it is. I, I, I get that their offense runs through him just slinging it a lot of the time, but he gets very careless sometimes with his throws. True. He is just True. chucking it up. He's very much Brett Favre all well, over again. Look at it this way, too. The Bills needed this win big time. They have been floundering on games that they should be winning. Not to mention next week is a huge matchup. It is the Bills and the Patriots. And you know how I've been feeling about this Patriots. Now, I believe the number one team in the AFC after the Titans loss this past week. I think they are. They might. Uh, the Titans, I think... Or the Patriots are waiting to have their bye, maybe, too. So it might be like a half-game thing, but... Uh, uh, I don't know. Be- I, don't, I don't know. I, I believe they are no. both 8 and, what, 8 and 4? I eight believe, and- Actually, yeah, they, they might be. Because they were 8 and 3, and the Patriots were 7 and 4, or were they 7 and 5? I, I thought they were 7 and 4. Uh, regardless, now... It was 12, so it doesn't matter. I, I can't they also them, yeah. now They also now have the tiebreaker, because... They put a fucking mollywop on those Titans. You know, why don't we just go right into that one as the first game? We can we can do that. We can do that. Last thing real quick. I do like Josh Allen's connection with Dawson Knox as a red zone thing. He's been having a great outbreak season. Uh, already got his reception totals, touchdown totals, and his yards over last two seasons. So shout out to Dawson Knox. He's becoming a weapon in Buffalo. Let's move on to the Sunday night games. It or the Sunday night games. What the Sunday Sunday games? Sunday football games. The Sunday football games. And you wanted to go right into Tennessee and New England. This is a great one to start with. I told you New England was going to come out. I called this as a twenty-one point blowout, baby. This was a good pick. Good pick. Damn, I feel freaking good about that pick. I love watching new england play now i think mac jones is do you remember when mac jones was like rumored to be the third overall pick do you think tampa bay is kicking them or not tampa bay do you think uh san francisco is kicking themselves about this or this only is working because of bill belichick no 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 they first of all the the one that really is fucking weird is the zach wilson pick I think the Jets should be kicking themselves more than anything. We can't say shit about San Francisco because we don't know what they got yet. You know what I mean? He uh, Trey Lance is still under development. I don't know. I mean, that's one of the big A work in progress. Well, that's one of my big uh, gripes about San Francisco is the fact that they just don't use Trey Lance for anything. They started to. He was looking really good, and then he throws, like, one interception, and then they lose their fucking minds about it. And it worked, I guess. Yeah, sure, I guess. Yeah, I guess, right? They're they're back uh, They're back at winning. But I, I, I don't know. I, I find that the whole thing to be very odd, and um, yeah, whatever. I, Mac Jones is still proving to be the best rookie quarterback right now, and... It may not have been pretty this this game, but at least he was efficient. Completed two touchdowns to uh, you know his guy Bourne, and the unit did leave some opportunities on the table, converting just two of their five red zone trips. Think about it; they could have really kicked the shit out of Tennessee. 
And well, Tennessee their now looked their defense looked amazing too in this in the red zone as well. I think they had a turnover on Tannehill. You got to credit them as well for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, and and now Tennessee, it looks like these injuries, which I believe they have something like the most players all time to play for one team in a single season. I think I heard that as well on Sunday. Yes. And, and I think it's finally starting to show, you know, it, I, I don't have super high hopes, especially with the way that Indianapolis has been playing both uh, defensively and through their rushing attack, because as we all know, it wasn't Carson Wentz helping them out, but uh, Tennessee might just lose their top spot in the AFC South. It could be it could be a good race in the AFC South. I do agree. I like how the Colts are playing right now. To go back to it, Ryan Tannehill, I think I've been calling this for a while that you don't want him to be the head guy because of him being that leader on your team. It's obviously was Derrick Henry's job to be the captain and rely on a lot of the offense. But Ryan Tannehill cannot get stuff done on his own, as we saw. 93 yards from your quarterback, that's just embarrassing. Getting absolutely destroyed by Mac Jones. Mac Jones on the IR next week because his foot might have got broken off in Ryan Tannehill's ass, as Shannon Sharp would say. I also wanted to preface that uh, Nick Folk just should also get some sort of award for being awesome. Five for six for field goals, three for three on his extra points, hit a 50-yarder, another casual 18 points for the guy. He's just insane, Dave. He's just absolutely insane. You have a man crush on Nick Folk? This is like the third week you've brought him up. He just always goes crazy. New England finishes with 25% of their drives and in field goals. Yeah, Nuts. well, you know, and that's some that's something that you obviously wish you could convert more. And think about that. So when you think about the fact that te- uh, New England is blowing out teams, right? And that's a, with twenty five percent of their drives ending in field goals. If they were able to convert, holy fuck, they'd be. Mac Jones just getting them down there. He's just getting them down there. Thirty one of thirty four this year for Nick Folk right now has not missed a kick under 50 yards. I mean, shit. That, is, that is really good. That's pretty damn good. I wish. I wish we had something like that. Oh. All right, where do you want to go next? All right, next, let's move on. Uh, let's move on to the Eagles and Giants. How about that? That's one I would uh, love to talk about. You just want to take it to me. Just wanted to. I just thought it was a really great football game with a really competitive score of thirteen to seven. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very odd score, right? And your boy Jalen Hurts. Your boy Jalen Hurts losing to the Giants and Daniel Jones and forty yards a game. Saquon Barkley. That's his new name. That's all he does. All he does Saquon's is get 40 so yards, bad. I feel like. That. Saquon, I'm sorry, Saquon's a bust. I am, Has to I am be. Has done to be. with Saquon Barkley. They need to move on. I don't know. I, he's just fucking bad. But Jalen Hurts. Okay, so like here's. Zero touchdowns, three interceptions, yeah, and, and 129 yards. And there is your problem. They would not stop throwing the ball. Why? 
you, you've had two pretty fucking good wins for the Eagles over the past couple weeks, and yet that you, you decide to to go away from what got you these wins, which was a, a rushing a, attack that no team could have a fucking answer for. Yeah, Boston Scott was always uh, their lead guy for that. They had Jordan Howard having a couple of big weeks in there too, and Jalen Hurts, a big part of their rushing attack as well, of course. But definitely looked to be off a little bit of sorts with the team on Sunday. I cannot believe they lost this game. The Giants played terrible as well. And you know how much we are not fans of Daniel Jones and not fans of Saquon Barkley as well. This was a big, uh, they did this without Kadarius Tony too. I mean, that's been one of their best weapons this year since Kenny Galladay has been an average signing at best. So this was an impressive win for the giants, a big day for their defense. Of course, Jalen hurts getting picked off three times is just never going to be a good success. Yeah, what else can you do? And again, I blame I blame that more on Nick Sirianni for thinking that Jalen Hurts should be throwing that much. I, that's something that he's got to ease into more. He's not a traditional passer, right? That dude can run. Let him fucking run. And and you know they did that in the second half. They they started to stick to their run game or come back with their run game, and they had some type of momentum, but really at the, in the long run, I say at the end of it all, it proved too little too late and it it was just bad. And yeah, we did, we did get Jalen Rager uh, as well, taking some uh, miscues in that same passing game too, which didn't help them either. That was also a very questionable draft pick when they took him uh, that early. I believe he was like the 20th pick in a couple years ago in a draft. And there were some other receivers on the board. I think that there was ranked ahead of Jalen Rager and you probably wish you would have got, um, I don't got much more on this game. Just wanted to shit on Jalen hurts a little bit because you love Jalen hurts. I don't love Jalen hurts at all. (laughs) In fact, I think he's very much like, he needs to be he's like what Taysom Hill is. That's where his role is. He's a Taysom Whoa. Hill. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Uh let's go to a blowout. Let's go to Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Dude, Cincinnati. This was uh this is a game we were split on. This is one where I looked better than you. There wasn't a lot of those games, but Joe Burrow didn't even need to have such a crazy game because this was all about Joe Mixon, who we talked about last week having a big breakout game and coming back with another huge game on the ground. I didn't take Pittsburgh to win. Are you sure? Yeah, I have it right here. This is not one of the splits. I had Cincinnati. You were telling me that people – oh, wait. Were you just telling me that people were saying that this is a game where Pittsburgh could win? Yes, I did. Okay, that's where I was Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, wait a second. I I had to double check. We split a lot, but, uh, yeah, no, definitely not. Okay. Um, Like I was saying, huge day for Joe Mixon on the ground. I guess he's good now. Um. 165 yards is a lot for a running back today. 28. Dude, he had a 49 yards on the opening drive. He was fucking just going. This was a rough day for Pittsburgh, who got back Minka Fitzpatrick and TJ Watt and still got embarrassed by this Bengals offense. 
Yeah, and I think one of the big uh, targets that they had was uh, Pierre, the starter that was filling in for Joe Hayden. And they just targeted him all day, just continuously picked on the dude. And uh, fuck, man, I, I think it's safe to say that the Steelers season is done. We don't really Where have is, to worry about is, this anymore. Is Mike Tomlin on any hot seat? Absolutely not. No? No. No. Why would you think that? Well, I'm just curious. I mean, last year they were good. I, I guess it, it's hard to remember they were good last year because that we knew they weren't good last year. And now you can just see how sad this Steelers team is this year almost. Like Big Ben can't First of all, throw the ball 41 times. He cannot. Mike Tomlin got them a Super Bowl. They're not letting him walk ever. Uh, unless he wants to walk, you know, he want, unless he wants to retire. Mike Tomlin more or less has usurped Ben Roethlisberger as the lifeblood of Pittsburgh. I, I mean, and that's Pittsburgh has always been known to be a head coach town. What you have, um, you know, three, three head coaches over the past, what, 50 fucking years or some yeah, shit maybe like that. Even longer. It was what, what was it? Noel Cower and Tomlin, right? Yeah. Yeah, so That's I sick. mean, sick. It, it's super cool. I, I do. Uh, there's something about that is really fucking cool, and I've always been a big fan of Mike Tomlin. I think most people are big fans of Mike Tomlin, and especially big fan of Mike Tomlin, and especially after he shut the media down so heavily this year when he got asked about the UFC or UFC USC job. Uh, that right there, I think kind of gave Pittsburgh ownership the chubbies and they weren't going to let him go. They got weapons. They always seem to have receivers. Deontay Johnson's great. Chase Claypool can go out there and have big days. Uh, they really like Fryermuth, the new tight end they drafted last year. Your boy Najee Harris, not a good day for him at yeah, all. My longest, boy. Longest run of the day, only five yards, was just absolutely stone Yeah. Old against that Bengals front and now are the Bengals going to win a playoff game this year mm, you, you know what yeah I'm, I think I'm they say are yes they might and only because streak. the AFC is so bad I don't I there's still people that I I'm seeing saying that the AFC is better than the NFC I don't know how so wrong you so can wrong. believe that the NFC is so clear cut with good and the AFC has there's no one to be confident on no one at um, all I mean New England's gaining a lot of my trust, oh yeah, yeah. sorry fair. I take that back you I again I have been super pro New England for like the past three four weeks and uh but again I I wouldn't be like supremely confident it is a, a rookie quarterback you know what I mean and for as well as Mac Jones has been playing, he's still a rookie quarterback. Things can get to him. It just you know, would be so Bill Belichick to get a rookie to the Super Bowl to be like, no one's ever done this before. You I, just I want that this. to happen. You want it that to happen be, so bad. It would be kind of cool. It would be kind of cool. I don't know why I want to root for the Patriots. I don't know why, but I'm, I love watching him play right now. All right. Where do you want to go next? Um... Let's go to oh by the way TJ Watts on the covid list will probably not play next week. Womp, so womp. that's tragic. 
Should we go on to another ugly game real quick, and then sure. we'll go to a good one? Um, I would like to go talk about the Dolphins and the Panthers. Yeah, that's what I had pulled up, too. I had a feeling you might go here. What happened with Cam? I don't know, man, but that was some of the saddest shit you're going to see from a quarterback right there. I mean, ring, ring the bell, though. Shit. Ring the bell. We did get P.J. Walker sighting. Backup quarterback. Ding, 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 ding. You love to see it. But, man, Cam Newton was the backup quarterback last week, and he probably will be after. Yeah, two um, interceptions. He got sacked. He only was 5 for 21 for 92 yards. He was just lost out quarterback there. Quarterback rating of 5. Five and the the feel He's got good a Nathan story. Peterman stat line right there, man. That's not a Cam Newton stat stat line. That's Nathan. The feel Peterman. good story of the year of Cam Newton returning back to Carolina is now turned to a complete and utter shit show. <sighs> Come on, man. Like it, now, don't get me wrong. It wasn't all just him. The defense was especially bad. The special teams was especially bad, but everything was bad this game. And now, again, the Dolphins just seem to come back. Phoenix rising from the ashes. The Dolphins are five and seven. They look like monsters. Like, what is up with that? They're they're the same record as the Panthers. Like, are they good now? I don't understand what's going on. Jalen Waddell. I was super high on him. You remember coming out of the draft oh, yeah. when we did our episode. He looks great. A huge day for him. Nine catches, 137 yards, goes along with the touchdown. He's really solidifying himself as a big target for Tua that he loves to go to. And the sixth round, pick, the sixth overall pick on him doesn't look so bad. He's fifth in the NFL in receptions, got 77 of them. 759 yards with four touchdowns this year with Tua as his quarterback. I mean, come on, dude. Jalen Waddle looks amazing right now. This Brian Flores, like, is the reason why I'm a little excited because I love Brian Flores. You know, you know how great he is. Miles Gaskin as well. Just all he does is score touchdowns. Remember a couple weeks ago, I didn't even know he was on the fucking team. He's never going to let me forget it. Yeah, yeah. But they were, I mean, come on. Come on. They were red zone touchdowns they weren't anything special okay. he only had he only had 49 touchdowns. yards he had 16 attempts for 49 yards dude like chillax with michael uh michael gaskin no miles miles gaskin. i don't know why they said michael um yeah and i know you were giving love to jalen waddle but you got to go to the other side of the ball and talk about jalen phillips who had three sacks on uh for the dolphins uh, three out of the five sacks dude Whoa. Big day for their first round pick, Jalen's. They drafted two Jalen's spelt differently in the same draft in the first round. That's kind of crazy. We didn't talk you know about what's crazy? that. You know what's crazy? This what's team crazy? was one in seven. They've won four straight? No way. They were one in seven, dude. What a guy, Brian Flores. They are, holy shit. They are only two games back of two and a half games back of Buffalo. Realistically. I mean, I don't think they're anything to be too scared about yet. I don't think the pan, I think the Panthers are on this downward trajectory. So, you know, I told you, remember, sell all your stock. I sold it all. So I made a smart play. If anyone didn't listen, that's your fault. Miami though, 
is it time to buy? Is it time to buy into Miami a little bit? I, I love Brian Flores. Remember, this team won 10 games last year. With an extra game this year, I mean, they can still get to that 10-win mark if they wanted to win, you know, nine straight. No. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. I, I don't think so. But a big day for their defense. Javon Holland, another one of their rookies, had a pick as well. Xavier Howard, of course, he did. I'm really just impressed with Jalen Waddell and Tua not looking bad at all. Not looking bad at all. If he's going to play like that, shit, he's going to make us look stupid too. Sure, sure. All right, I want to I want to go to a guaranteed dub. A big old W for good old Dave over here. Let's talk about Atlanta and Jacksonville because there's there's one Wirtz brother that foolishly Idiotically, why did I thought that the Jaguars were gonna beat the Falcons? And on top of that, with your bad takes, you also said that Cordero Patterson wasn't gonna be in this game, and yet the future comeback player of the year was in this game, he was the game. 125 yards, including 108 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Cordero Patterson, dog, was fucking on fire. I don't know why the fuck I did that. You know, I literally, after the game was like 21 to nothing, I <laughs> was like, holy shit, I really picked this team to win. Like, I can't believe. I even thought that that would be remotely a good idea. In the Dang. moment, I must have just been pissed. And Bad news, Bears. Bad news. I wish Guess I could what? go back. What? Guess what? We both ended up nine and six this season, uh, this week. You would have won if you would have taken the Falcons. Oh. So, um, so um, I thought Cordell Patterson wasn't <sighs> playing. To be fair, to be fair, I really thought I heard that beforehand. Um, I didn't know he was going to be back in the game, but I love seeing him do well as well. He's been insane this season for them. I don't think he's comeback player of the year. That's a long shot, but probably. Hey, not. But you know what? If, if we can hope for something, we'll do our own awards at the end of the year. Like, especially not based if, off of if you think if you think Dak Prescott wins MVP, then it might not be because. They're not really super big on that, right? They they kind of like to spread it all out. Yeah, they don't like to give the same player the same awards unless they have yeah. like a crazy season. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Trevor Lawrence is the king of like garbage time points to make his losses look better. Um, if we were going to give Urban Meyer a grade of the first year head coaches, like we were talking about, I think Urban Meyer would be my lowest graded one, honestly, of all of them. Even uh, Dan Campbell? Because, yeah. Yeah. Cause Dan Campbell's team sucks. Uh, Dan Campbell's team is terrible. Urban Meyer's just Ur Urban Meyer hire, gets like a terrible minus. He's not anything. He's not good. And then you got uh, someone on the other side of the ball. Also a first year head coach though, Art Smith. Arthur Smith is, uh, he's got these Falcons in playoff talk. Uh, whether or not they get there is another story. I'm going to venture on the venture to guess that it's a no. But dude's doing a damn good job and arguably one of the better head coaching candidates uh, for first year players. I agree or with you completely. Coaches. 
Yeah, I agree with you completely. I think that this was still they they should have just drafted one of the quarterbacks fourth overall, and yeah, not gone with Kyle Pitts. Um, I get it. Kyle Pitts is an athletic freak, and he's up there for one of their better players still. But a quarterback in the long run, I think, would have been a way bigger weapon. I guess it's nice because Calvin Ridley did end up stepping away for right now. So they do have someone else to throw to at least, but Matt Ryan, he's just so old. You can tell on top of it. He didn't need to do a whole lot. He got the game done, but this was mainly Cordell's day to shine, carry his team. Like he's been doing all year long. What's the Falcons schedule look like for the rest of the year? Um, I I'm curious to see because I, they I are sitting at, yeah, they are sitting at five and six, like you said. And I mean, there there's gonna be there's seven seats. That's why it's a problem. They do have to play the Buccaneers next week, so that's probably gonna be a loss. Um, they have the Panthers, the Niners, toss up maybe, the Lions, Lions the Bills, Bills maybe Saints. a loss, and Saints. I mean, dude, they could probably go five hundred in that stretch and they'd be pretty happy, right? I think if they went five hundred you might see them in the playoffs. It, it's going to be close. They they got to they they can definitely beat the Panthers and the Lions and I want to give them the 49ers but I don't know yet. They could beat the Saints. You, why are you hating why are you hating on the 49ers? Let's get to them next then. Let's get to them next. I think the Falcons won't be in the playoffs, but it's interesting to see what their schedule looks like with how it is. 49ers and Vikings. This was probably one of the best football games of the week. It was insane. 32 points scored in the third quarter between the two teams. It's like you just want to bring up all the games that I was right about right away. Dude, I I should have been right about this game, though. (laughs) I'm just saying it. This was absolutely infuriating that I got this one wrong because now the Vikings continue their stretch of literally 11 games. They have been up by seven points at some point in the game and they are five and six. How do you manage to fuck this up every week? Mike Zimmer, you are fired no matter what this season. Damn fired. Yes. Damn. Mike Zimmer's gone. you just had the Gone. 49ers doing what they do best, and that is running on the ground, dude. Eli Mitchell going for a, a buck 33, and then on top of that, you also had Debo going for 66 yards as well. It, it, they were just pounding the ball, and, and not to mention, Jimmy G was looking pretty hot too, throwing for 230, a touchdown. Fuck, man. I, I mean, he kept them in the whole time through. The ground game was running so infic- efficiently. The 49ers were able to hold onto the ball for a total of uh, 37 minutes. Dude, that's notable because the NFL teams are undefeated this year when holding the ball for at least 37 37 minutes in a non-overtime game. It is a guarantee if you hold that ball for so long that you are going to win. I really enjoy this Debo Samuel running back tandem product thing they're doing right now, like throwing him back there to try to get some reps. It did cost him. Uh, there is reports of him missing a week or two now because of what he got hurt with. Dalvin Cook died 
Uh, that was really bad. He, <laughs> dude, not not a laughing matter. But Dalvin Cook, hopefully he gets better. I think he like tore his labrum and dislocated his shoulder. It was just a good hit, and unfortunately, he remains his same injury prone self. Now, and... dude, do we sound do we sound the alarms for backup quarterback? I don't think so. I don't think it counts. What? Justin Jefferson, dog. He, he had a, a 24 yard bomb, dude. But then we would have rang the bell for the uh, punter on. That's fair. That's New fair. Orleans. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I, I do want to. I do think Kirk Cousins is playing great football. I mean, he finally threw another interception, which he's been amazing going up until that point. I think it's just his third How on the you, year. Uh, how did you like off the, that 99-yard kickoff return by, what is it? Uh, good God. Keenan Yangwu? Yeah, a lot of vowels in his name. I don't know how to pronounce it. I I it envy Keeney? I envy how good Minnesota special teams is all the time. All the time, dude. It's ridiculous how they always have someone who's amazing back there. They uh, – Ngangu had his second <laughs> uh, his second return to Nuangwu. this year. Nuangwu. Nuangwu. Okay, that's not so bad. Uh, <laughs> I think I fucked it up sec- the first time too. His <laughs> second his second return touchdown of the year. They had um, Marcus Sherrills, of course, back there. Percy Harvin, Cordell Patterson. They always have someone back there. I think I'm even missing one. I feel like I am. I don't know. They probably threw Joe Webb back there, and he ran one back. But I hate that they're always so good at it, and the Minnesota Vikings just keep finding a way to screw everything over for themselves, and that's why I think Mike Zimmer has to go. Well, um, and dude, This team is supposed to, to bolster, be good. Dude. This team is to supposed to be good. bolster your idea on that. Vikings are now 0-7 under Mike Zimmer when surrendering at least 200 rushing yards. So, dude dude just can't back it up, and uh, he, they need to find a way to minimalize the, the bleeding when it comes to time of possession because, uh, you know, th- that's what killed them, and that's what's been killing the NFL, you know, throughout this season is if a team – is holding on to that ball, you're not going to win. We love we love talking about time and possession here. That's one of our big that's our big stat. Move on it, from this one. Yeah. Unless you got anything else. No, I think no, we no, should no. go. Let's go one more game before we go Green Bay. We'll throw in another good one. Tampa Bay and Indianapolis. How about Whoa, that? dude. I was like this close to just instantly chalking up that uh, as a loss for Tampa Bay, like by, by halftime, it was, it was so bad. And not to mention, I thought I was going to have to eat some serious shit because Carson Wentz in the first half was just looking like a fucking monster. He was throwing like haymaker after haymaker and three touchdowns had, in the second quarter. He, dude, he had a two two score lead going into the half, and then he came out for the third quarter, and uh, that was just a terrible, 
terrible third quarter, not only from Carson Wentz, but from Frank Reich. Um, their first 18 plays to come out of half were uh, 17 of them were passes, and Jonathan Taylor only got the ball once. Jonathan Taylor was having a great game, and they were not letting him do his thing even. Um, did not look like he was getting stopped. I mean, he was consistent the whole way through. But he did get outplayed by the running back on the other side of the field, Leonard Fournette. The one Tom Brady always has a guy who can randomly just bail him out of a game, and Leonard Fournette was that guy. Three it, touchdowns on the ground. Had that rushing touchdown where he just was barreling over people to get into the end zone was insane, and he was effective out of the backfield too. And Gronk came back as well for him. Tom Brady has a very great supporting cast and it still makes me terrified of this Tampa Bay team who by the way is undefeated at home this year. They uh they went on the road to win this game obviously, but all of their losses have been on the road and Tom Brady is trying to figure that out and this is a good way to start that off. It, Tom should be buying steak dinners for his defense because not only did you have an interception by Antoine Winfield but you had the nasty sack, fumble, and then recovery by Shaq Barrett as well. And those two takeaways, both happening on consecutive drives, led to 10 points for the offense. I mean, that's the game right there. It, it was a knockdown, dragout, bar fight for both teams. Really, I don't, I, I don't want to dis like shit on either one of them. I, I shouldn't say shit on the Buccaneers because they won, but I don't want to shit on the Colts either. Dude, they played a really fucking good game. And even Carson Wentz, all things considered, played a damn good game too. Yeah, and the Colts did play a good game. They they did have a lot of mistakes in that second half that costed them the game. Uh, that muff punt as well by Naheem Hines was terribly timed. And yep. Scotty Miller is just the new... Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman, Wes Welker that Tom Brady has with him. That just Tom's white guy wide receiver. That's what I mean. Like just ridiculous. He always finds some guy who's just got that grit factor, whatever the fuck they call it, when it's someone like that. You know what I mean? Like Well, that's grit, dude. Yeah, he should have he was like bagging groceries at your local pick and say before he made it to the NFL or whatever. I don't even know Scotty Miller's story. Maybe he was a really high recruit, but that just seems like what Scotty Miller's backstory would be. So yeah. move on from this one. Great game overall. I think that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are still the best competition for this next team we're going to. The Green no, no. Bay. We should save this game. This is a the easily the best game. Of, of the week. But I want to talk about the Packers. I know, but we have other shitty games that we should get out of the uh, way. Jets Texans. Yes, get it out God. of the way. We don't need to save this any longer, dude. Oh my and God, Jets, we have Jets Texans. Jets Texans and Denver. Uh, sorry, Chargers and Broncos. Let's Which get I these out of the way. You did do that. One. In fact, you called both of these games. And you know what? While we're at it. Get rid of that fucking night game, too, because holy shit, that game was fucking terrible. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk Packers last, then we'll do yes. all three of them. Yeah. Right sorry. Here. I'm sorry. Okay. I should have said something. But with this, this is like the truth right here. These three games that we are about to rattle off very quickly 
We're not good. And we do not need to talk any more than we that we have that we will about the Packers and Rams than we do on these three games. Let's go. Zach Wilson threw the ugliest interception we've seen all year. Um, Gross. Like, oh, my God, dude. Like, come on, Zach. You got to give us something, dude. It's like that guy poking the, like, stick with the stick meme. Like, just Zach Wilson right now. Oh, my God. 145 yards against the Texans in a game in which they probably should have lost, honestly. Uh, They came out firing in the second half. Robert Sala can get that defense playing every once in a while, but this is their first road win. Five it comes sacks, against a pretty dude. terrible team. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Robert Sala, maybe, maybe something there, but just an overall like shit fest game. I Zach Wilson ran one in, like cool dude, but you, like cool. Really, the big thing, the big thing that you he need looks to talk terrible about back there. The big thing you need to talk about is the 157 yards on the ground for the Jets. Tevin Coleman, 67. Ty Johnson, 42. Alston Walter, 38. I mean, that's that's where it was at for them. Now, the Texans, Jesus, moving the ball, they only had 45 yards of offense in the second half. I, I mean, come on. What that was fifth lowest second half yardage total in franchise history. I I mean, it's ugly. It's just, just the worst, but it's especially ugly when it comes against a team that's been as bad as the jets have been all year. It's one thing if you're going up against Tampa Bay, you know, a Tampa Bay level defense, what it's the fucking jets. The Jets, who uh, you want to take a guess at who their big uh, MVP on defense was? Um, John Franklin Myers. Wow, I wonder where you got that. I saw those eyes scrolling through. Yeah, I knew JFM, his name, dude. Dude, he came up with two sacks, and then he had a big uh, first quarter interception that led to a fucking field goal. This this offense of the Jets are not good, and we're spending too long on the Jets. We're spending too long. Yeah. All right. Next one, Denver and LA Chargers. I said that I thought this was a good matchup for the Denver Broncos going up against Justin Herbert, uh, playing a game that weighed a lot. This now ties them up six to five in the division. And we saw Drew Locke, backup quarterback sighting, came in for Teddy. Justin Herbert, man, I don't know, dude. He, uh, he's very, very weird, man. Like, you cannot is this a sophomore him. slump? If this is this a sophomore slump, or is he having a good year still? I mean, no, he's not he, having a good year. I'm sorry. Like every time they want to anoint him as the next elite quarterback, he has a game like this because last week he was fucking impressive as all hell, but this week he had not just. Not only two interceptions, one of them being a fucking pick pick six, though. The Chargers offensive line looked like a bunch of toddlers. It led to an absolutely horrible day for Herbert, sacked three times. And and then on top of that, if you want to even just add more, you had uh, miscues like a missed field goal as well. Fuck, the Chargers just, uh, I'm so disappointed on the Chargers. 
they should be dominating this division. And he did throw a sick garbage time touchdown. Like that was about as dude. good as a garbage time touchdown as you can get. Threw it up there for Jared Cook. Missing Jared a lot. But I am also uh, very impressed with the way Denver came out on defense. They looked very sharp on the Chargers. Like you said, they attacked that O-line. And Pat Sertan, man, coming out, getting two dude, picks, taking one you gotta, to the house. I didn't even realize this, but uh, the nickname of PS2 is just fucking fire. That's a pretty good nickname. That's a it, fire. What? I didn't even think of that. Dude, that's a fucking awesome nickname. Chalk it up. He is going top five nicknames in the NFL. I don't I don't know how many uh what are the best nicknames out there, but to me that's gotta be like maybe that's just nostalgia factor. But that's fucking Yeah, tough. I can't think of many other like good nicknames in the NFL. Like the fridge is an old one, obviously. Oh, I'm, talk- but- I'm talking about like modern modern one, you know. I mean A Rod. Eh. A Rod's like right. that- that's that someone's already done it uh best nicknames in the nfl yeah look it up look it up move on to the next one because we'll figure it out afterwards cleveland and baltimore this just has to be the sloppiest sunday night football game gross this was even the best play of the game was sloppy as fuck where he threw it up to mark andrews this was embarrassing from Lamar Jackson. Four interceptions. I mean, dude, it was just like, what the hell is going on? And the Baltimore Ravens continue to play like shit and just win games. So I don't know. They actually might be the top seed now in the AFC. Looking at it, they're eight and three now. So they actually might be the default number one. I don't think so. I think the Patriots are better today. They are. Um, but the Ravens do keep winning these games. That is putting them in good spot. They'll win a playoff game, I'm sure. Um, the Browns, Baker Mayfield, man. I uh, your 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 clock is ticking. It, it is very close. To, yeah, to and being, now he's hurt too. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. So okay, I'm looking. I'm trying to look through all these lists of nicknames. Do you know Ryan Fitzpatrick's nickname? I know we know him as the beard, right? But this article has him as the Amish rifle. That's, uh, I've never heard that. I've never, they also have uh, Aaron Rodgers as bad man. Oh, that's from, uh, that's from Stephen Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, like, but dude, he's A-Rod. He's not... Uh, I will say this article also has Nick Foles as Big Dick Nick, which is fucking awesome. I mean, Never that's mind. damn near the best nickname in sports. <laughs> if we're gonna count that one, if we're gonna count that one, yeah, I mean that's pretty good. That's oh, pretty that's solid. Great. I'm so um, happy they put that there. All right, yeah, dude. Like, there's nothing else to say on this. It was the one of the ugliest games I've ever seen, especially in that first half. Uh, do you want to do this? Break, do you want to do this breaking news? Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news, Brian Kelly heading to LSU after 12 seasons at Notre Dame. That's Has he really big. been there for 12 seasons? Yeah, man. He's been at Notre Dame for a long time. I, I remember him at Cincinnati, honestly. He, uh, well, I think yeah. he had, like, Tony, Tony Pike was there, right? Uh, who else? Wow. Shit, I can't remember. But I remember Tony Pike. And 
for some reason. But moving on to the game of the week, then screw Sunday night football. Rams Packers, baby. Rams Packers, man. This was a fucking game. Let's I'm glad. Go. Now, here's the thing, too. Another thing that stopped you from beating me. You swayed me over to the Packers last I second. Told, I, I don't want to. I don't want you to not pick the Packers. I, I mean, That's like fair. in that sense, I am. I was. I would rather just lose to you or tie with you because you had faith in the Packers. I feel like that's a lot better. Now, here's the here's the thing, and the Packers did exactly what I I said they had to do, and that was put pressure on say uh, Matthew Stafford. If they didn't do that. They weren't going to win. They were not. But Stafford got flustered, and you know, then he started coming out with some bullshit pain in his throwing arm, an elbow, and a sore ankle, and a back pain. Ugh, shut up, dude. You got fucking flustered, and you couldn't do anything about it. it I want to know what Matt Stafford's record is against Aaron Rodgers all time. Yo, you want me to look it's that gotta up be best? it's yeah see if you can find that that's got to be pretty rough Aaron Rodgers came out and just alphaed him he was trying to go on this big fuck you tour after last week with this whole toe situation getting spread around I am in love with the way AJ Dillon runs the football I mean it's so damn good I'm now concerned that that Aaron Jones contract last season is going to screw us but I also think that A.J. Dillon loves playing in Green Bay, so it could be useful. But I think he might be a better runner than Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is still more For, valuable, oh, maybe. Yes. But I think A.J. Dillon is a better runner. Eight, dude, uh, we'll get to that later on when we get into um, hot takes, because I do have some as well. Uh, so I looked it up. It's really not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's 7-14. Uh, that is Matt Stafford's record against the Packers. Um, I, I, again, with the way that that Lions team has been, the fact that he has seven wins against the Packers is pretty remarkable. I would not have. I, I guess I thought it would have been worse, too. Yeah, that's not that bad. I was expecting like four or five. But, you know, again, he's at 50 percent, right? No, wait, no. Sorry. Uh, what is that? 30, 33, 33 percent. So, I mean, all things considered. You know, I, I guess you can. Like, Every three games, he takes a win. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Splits dude, one and then loses two. That's how this was a right. huge measuring stick for the Packers, man. And they recorded a great win against, you know, what everyone perceives to be a great team. Aaron Rodgers fucking around on that fact, uh, fact, fractured toe. Still completed 28 of 45 passes for 307 yards and two touchdowns. Boom. He definitely needs to be in MVP conversations. I don't think the NFL wants to give him the MVP, so I don't think he's going to win it. But he needs to be there. He needs to. He's bringing back Randall Cobb, who I hope he's not going to be out for too long because those 95 yards, uh, they were huge plays going to him, including the longest play of the day for him. Devontae Adams was fucking up Jalen Ramsey as he does. And even MVS went out there and was making some big plays. AJ Dillon got involved in the past game. I really like how this Packers team is doing it. Now I will say they just did not give a fuck after the pick six. Like they knew they won the game 
so they really were not trying as hard as they should have been. Yeah, dude, um, Stokes Stokes had another pick six just waiting. He, waiting for him. Yeah, that hit him right in the fucking bread basket, and if he would have grabbed that, he was fucking gone. Now, yes. uh, now I, I do want to talk about the other pick six, mainly because Rasul Douglas has no reason playing as good as he has been playing. He made that pick six was a nuts play like that was yes. a heads up it was a great route to jump wasn't it to cooper cup yeah yeah, yeah. dude he he and, snapped on that play it was he a had another one and it was pretty much a dagger at the end of the day he had another pass that he en- ended up deflecting that it, again if he would have caught it it was now granted it was a much harder catch but if you would have caught it, that was also a fucking pick six. Then you also had another play. I want, I think the final drive uh, where he was covering Van Jefferson and just came out of nowhere to knock that ball out of Van Jefferson's hands and stopping a first down. He, did get, burned, he did get burned on the Odell touchdown, though. That was yeah, on his but, head. Look, okay, so I'm sorry. Burned once. But do everything else. What you taking? I mean, I mean, like, fuck me. Go ahead. You can have one miscue. I'm okay with it. Not a bad day. Um, we got to talk about Mason Crosby just missing another field goal, dude. This is nine sad. field goals. So most sad. in the NFL. I'm telling you, we should hop on this. Adam Venateri is a free agent wave. Like okay, he's he's like a free agent, but that's because he's retired. No, I telling you, we could totally bring him back, and I think he's hitting forty five yarders all day. Uh, yeah, I I would venture to to say that he's at least Mason close Crosby to that. is in his own head so bad. I know he went three for four and hit all his extra points, but damn, some of those field goals were close again. It is just terrifying. Everything him. goes to the left. Everything goes to the left. He needs this bye week more than anyone. If he can maybe bring it back after, that would be great. But everyone is shaking in their boots, and he knows that when he goes to kick the ball. As for the Rams, um, they are now 0-3 since acquiring Von Miller and uh, 0-2 since acquiring Odell Beckham. This is time to worry now if you're the Rams or they've run into just a rough part of their schedule. Oh, no, no. This is time to worry. Again, we talked about this last week. The Rams do not have an impressive win. I, I, I take that back. They have one against uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa. Again. But when you look at the rest of those wins, they are not all that impressive, right? Well, I don't have it in front of me. What do we got here? Am I looking it up? Because it was that a request. I'm, I'm, I'm going right now. I'm going all right, right now. All right. Um, I think that the Rams are still a very solid team. What needs to be in the worry for the Rams is that they have no picks. Like they're stuck with this team. Yeah. So they better figure it out fast because they've looked kind of sloppy. The Titans without Derrick Henry, remember, the 49ers and the Packers now, three in a row. Uh, luckily, they do get the Jaguars to come back and try to beat the shit out of, hopefully. Try. But they got to face the Cardinals. They still got another division game against the Niners and the Seahawks, so those are always toss-ups. And they got to play the Ravens. So, 
I don't know what to think about these Rams right now, but they are falling fast, fast. Yeah, and I, again, I think there is time to worry. I, I, I think that it was so evident that Matt Stafford cannot play under pressure at all, at all. And that should worry people because th- that's something that that you need in the playoffs is consistent quarterback play. It, it doesn't have to be the best, the best playing quarterback. You know, we've seen plenty of mediocre product out there, but you need someone that can safely get the ball to a receiver, hand the ball off. And you are not seeing that with Matt Stafford. I don't know, man. This is really weird. He was put into a really good spot this year, and now the team the team just got too fancy. They they were this was we knew this was like a bad recipe. It doesn't work like that in football, I think, where you can just add all these talented players like that and kind of cohesively work as a unit. Um, unless you got Tom Brady running the show, then he can get everyone on the same page. But I mean, this is very weird to see all the star power going over to one place. There's no chemistry, obviously. It's all in the middle of the season. I'm definitely worried about the Rams. Um, I think that they are now the fourth best team in the NFC. The NFC. Dun, 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 uh... All right. Do we go? What do we do now? Do we do hot takes now? Hot takes. All right. Let's do some hot takes. That was our week 12 recap. I have some. How do you want to do this now that you have some? Do you want me to read yours? Do you want me to read a couple and you read me a couple? What do you want to do? Yeah, let's go back and forth. Okay. Um. Well, first one I have is going to stay on the topic of football because we were already on it. 